Welcome to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. We are a local church in East London, here to be a beacon of hope for Hoxton. And our mission is to worship God, make disciples, share Jesus, and transform Hoxton. Good morning, everyone. Uh, nice to see so many of you here today. Um, I am basically the pre-show show, so um, before Ruth comes and gives her message in a minute, I've got a little bit of an activity for us to get us thinking about um, our message for today. So behind me, hopefully, should appear some random emojis. So that is online as well, brilliant. So basically, this, there is a hidden phrase here and I want to give you, just with the people you're sat with, or if you're, if you're here uh, on your own today, turn and find someone you can work with just for a few seconds to try and figure out what all these emojis are trying to say. That's all I'm going to give you for now. So I'm going to give you just a few seconds to try and figure that out, and then I'll maybe try and take some answers. How close are we getting? Anyone, any ideas? Any brilliant ideas? Has anyone cracked the code just yet? I know I've not given you very long. Anyone think they've got it? Anyone confident enough? Hmm. I'm seeing a fair few confused eyes behind masks. Okay, what if I made it a little bit easier for you and I explained that if you take the first letter of each of what, uh, of what each of the emojis represents, would it get a little bit easier? So, I'll give you a few more seconds. Take the first letter of what each emoji represents, and that might get you closer to figuring out this phrase. Okay, I'm hearing that some have got it, which is great. But for those who are maybe a little bit confused um, and still not quite there, maybe they don't know the flag, for example, or um, they think some of the emojis are a bit dubious, I'm going to explain it a little bit further. And if we go to the next slide, there should be a word. There you go. So there are your words. That's what each emoji represents. Some of us might have thought the happy one was a smiley, for example. Um, I think my, my, my one for jacket is a little bit dubious. Um, I think it, it looks a little bit more like a coat. Um, and that is, of course, the Ethiopia flag, which is also um, quite relevant for today's story. But hopefully, can anyone shout out what they've got? I think I heard Hannah, Hannah got it earlier. Do you want to come and say that for everyone? Sharing Jesus. Brilliant. So if we go on to the next slide, our crack code is sharing Jesus. What that little activity was uh, showing us just there was things can't be so clear when we first see them. Sometimes messages need a little bit of explaining before we really find out um, what is beneath. And that can be the same with when reading the Bible and understanding. Sometimes it takes a little bit more explaining Also today, we are talking about something really important, which was, of course, our hidden code, sharing Jesus. We want to be able to allow others to understand what Jesus is trying to say to them and saying for their lives. And that is exactly what Ruth is going to come up and explain to us now. Thank you.
Thanks, Caleb. That was really great. So, to start us off, I wonder if you can remember who the first person was who told you about Jesus. Was there someone who sat with you and explained about how Jesus died on the cross to take away all the mistakes you have and ever will make, and that he rose again so that you could know him and have life with him forever? I wonder if that person listened to you and tried to answer your questions. In the Bible passage we just heard, Philip does exactly that. So we're going to look at the passage first and see what the passage can tell us, and then we're going to think about how those things can help us when we want to tell others about Jesus. Um, so if I could have my first slide up, Larry, that would be great. The first part of the story we heard is all about Philip and how he ended up meeting the Ethiopian man. It wasn't by chance. He didn't just happen to meet him there. God had already spoken to Philip. He told him to get ready, and he told him to go. First he said, go to this place. Then he said, go and stand there, so that he was in that exact right place where he could meet this man. If Philip hadn't listened to God, he wouldn't have known where to go. And if he hadn't obeyed God, he wouldn't have met the Ethiopian and been able to help him start to follow Jesus. Now have the next slide up, please. So... Once Philip starts talking to the Ethiopian, he's able to help him to understand the part of the Bible that he's reading. In fact, the Ethiopian man knows that he doesn't understand and he needs help. He has questions. He wants to know who this passage is all about. And Philip is able to answer his questions. He explains to the man what it, what it means. Verse 35 says this, Philip began to speak. He started with this same scripture and told the man the good news about Jesus. Philip was ready to explain what he believed and to answer the man's questions. If he had not done that, the man would have been left really confused. And then the final slide. Do or take action. Once Philip explains, the man finally understands. He understands and believes that Jesus is the one being spoken about and that Jesus is indeed the one who came to save him, the Son of God. Not only that, but he's actually super keen to start following Jesus straight away. The passage tells us that they travel past some water and the man wants to get baptized right there and then. Perhaps Philip might have said, uh, maybe you should wait. Do it when all of your friends and family can be there. Wait until you understand what you believe a little bit better. Maybe wait a few days and see if you still want to. No, he didn't do that. He made sure the man was certain of what he believed, and then he stopped the chariot and he baptized him there and then. Philip was ready to help him take that important step on his journey of following Jesus. And the man believed and understood but being baptized was an important first step in his new life as a follower of Jesus. So we're going to look at those three slides again, and now we're going to think about how can what Philip did help us to share the good news about Jesus with others? So the first one, can we go back to the first slide, Larry? The first one was about listening and going. 
Philip listened to God and he was willing to go where God sent him. To share the good news, we need to listen to God and be ready to go to those who need to hear it. I wonder if when you pray, you're also listening, ready to hear where God wants you to go and who he wants you to speak to. The Ethiopian was already reading. He already had questions. Perhaps if we listen to God, we might also find ourselves speaking to people who are ready to hear about Jesus and who want to know more. So I wonder if we can just take a moment just now, perhaps just 30 seconds, to ask God now, where do you want me to go? Who do you want me to speak to? So we're going to just be quiet for a moment and you can ask God those questions. Where do you want me to go? And who do you want me to speak to? The second thing we can learn from Philip, we have the second slide up. Philip was ready to answer the Ethiopian's questions and to explain to him what he believed about Jesus, who Jesus was and what Jesus did. I wonder if you've ever struggled to understand something. Did someone else try to explain to you and answer your questions? It makes such a difference when someone can help us. And answering people's questions about Jesus and helping them to understand is really important. We can ask the Holy Spirit to help us with that. And as we get to know Jesus and get to know the Bible, we'll get better at it. Many people have questions about the Christian faith. They might know a little bit about Jesus or they might know nothing at all. So we need to be people who can help them with that. The Alpha Course is a great place for this, where people can come and ask their questions about what we believe. But all of us can do this anytime and anywhere. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, it says this, Always be ready to answer everyone who asks you to explain about the hope that you have. That's the hope that we have because of Jesus, because of what Jesus did for us. We know that we have hope. And we should always be ready to tell people what we believe, just like Philip did when he explained that passage from Isaiah to the Ethiopian. I wonder if you've ever tried to think about or write down what the good news about Jesus is to you in a way that you can understand however old you are. Have you ever tried to do that in like just three sentences or maybe even just one it's quite a challenge. Maybe it's something you could do when you get home today. Sit down and think about, how could I write down or just say what I believe about Jesus in just three sentences or even one if you can manage it? And the Bible gives us a great example of this. In John chapter 3, verse 16, it says this, For God loved the world so much that he gave his only son. God gave his son that whoever believes in him may not be lost have eternal life. So that's a good starter for you, but have a go at it yourself. And then let's have the final slide up again. Finally, Philip was ready to do something. When the man wanted to be baptized, Philip asked him a question and then he acted. He baptized him. 
When we're telling people the good news about Jesus, we also need to be ready to do something. It probably won't be baptizing them, but what do you think it could be? Could it be praying for them or with them, inviting them to church, reading the Bible with them, helping them to join an Alpha course or a Connect group, or perhaps inviting them to join baptism classes at church, if that's what they want to do. Philip didn't just explain and leave. He asked the man, do you believe? And then he helped him to take his first steps following Jesus by baptizing him there and then. I wonder if there's someone you know who you can help take their first steps following Jesus. So again, we're going to take a moment just now to pray for that person and to ask God to show you what you need to do next. So let's just be quiet for a moment as we think about that. In our passage today, Philip was able to talk to the Ethiopian man about the difference Jesus made to his life and to the world. We can do that too, whatever age we are, and it doesn't have to be complicated. If you've decided to follow Jesus yourself, then you already have a story to tell about the difference Jesus has made in your life. And today I want you to know that you can all share the good news with the people around you even if you're very young, and even if you haven't known Jesus for long. Um, just before we finish, I wanted to share a short story with you, which some of you may have heard years ago, um, about me sharing Jesus with somebody. And actually, I didn't really realize that's what I was doing at the time. Um, I was very fortunate when I was very little to go to a really amazing church um, with lots of families, lots of children. Uh, we had great Sunday school all of that. And when I was very young, my mom was the one who told me about Jesus. I asked her a question one night and she explained. And even though I was very little, maybe only about four years old, I decided that I wanted to follow Jesus. And at school, in the reception class, is anybody here in the reception class at school? Yeah, I know Otis is. Um, in the reception class, uh, there was me and there was my two friends and we all went to the same church. We didn't go to a church school, but we all went to the same church and we were in this same class. And on a Monday morning, we had our little books. Some of you might have done this. We had news books. And on a Monday morning, you always wrote in your news book what you did at the weekend and drew a picture. And basically every Monday, all we could talk about was our church and what we'd learned about Jesus. We just like did it, just, we were so excited about what we'd been learning about, that that's basically what we did. And after a while, our teacher was so intrigued that she started coming to our church as well. And she brought her family and she stayed. And that's where her and her family really grew in faith. Now I was only four years old when this happened, so it's a bit crazy. But whatever age you are, we can still share Jesus with people and we might not know that that's what we're doing. So in our story today, Philip was able to share the good news by explaining, by answering someone's questions. And we can do that too. But sometimes all it takes, just like with me and my friends at school, is our own enthusiasm and excitement about knowing Jesus 
for somebody to be interested. And now Caleb's going to come and lead us in prayer. Thanks for listening to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. New talks will be uploaded every week from all of our services. And do check out our website, stjohnshoxton.org.uk, for more information.